Rihanna, let's start by talking about Brent crude uh, rallying significantly in recent weeks and is trading at its best level since mid-April. What's driving that oil price higher? Yeah, Sakina, um, we've got oil trading at at quite decent levels at present. Um, The market has found quite significant support through the course of the past couple of weeks. As demand prospects have improved somewhat, um, we had reports coming out, uh, monthly oil market reports from both OPEC and um, the IEA last week, which indicated that demand out of the U.S. and Europe has been better than expected. Um, Moreover, you know, if we look at the supply side dynamics of oil, um, OPEC is still still um, implementing those production cuts, and data from Reuters show that compliance uh, among OPEC members uh, has been relatively high, around 83%, uh, which, as I say, it's quite high um, according to OPEC standards. And, and in addition to, to OPEC having implemented these supply cuts, there's also been um, increasing talk in the markets that um, you know OPEC could possibly extend these supply cuts beyond March next year. Um, And we've had numerous OPEC members coming out and, um, you know, giving indications that they are considering extending these supply cuts, um, the deal that was made between OPEC and non-OPEC oil producers. And then also if we look at at dynamics in the U.S., what's been happening there is oil production has also um, started to taper off a little bit. Um, We've seen the number of active U.S. rigs fall recently. And, um, yeah, it seems like dynamics at present are just supportive of oil. And, um, unfortunately, you know, this is not necessarily very good news for South African consumers because uh, we know that uh, higher oil prices, unfortunately, means higher fuel costs for um, consumers. So we'll have to wait and see if OPEC can, in fact, extend their supply cuts beyond March next year and whether or not then we will see oil remaining supported around these levels. And we'll probably get a better idea of this um, in November when OPEC meets again for uh, their biannual meeting. And Jana, what are the main um, data points to keep an eye on this week? Now, there are uh, quite a few significant things happening this week. Um, if we look at, at what's happening on the data front, first up for South Africa, we've got uh, the August CPI data, which is due for release on Wednesday. And now South African consumers have, have benefited somewhat through the course of the past couple of months um, as the inflation rate has been falling. Um, it's been the you know, it's been the result of a combination of factors, including a significantly softer food prices as the effect of those droughts uh, continue to dissipate. And then also we've had uh, a positive impact of prior ranch strengths coming through to the numbers. And we see especially for core goods inflation that's been softening and uh, also for the, the price of imported goods, they've also been softening quite significantly. However, we do expect to see in August that the inflation rate accelerated slightly and the main uh, driver year is likely um, fuel. Uh, we saw quite a significant uh, fuel price increase in August, and this is likely to to exert some subside pressure on inflation, um, on the August inflation reading. That said, beyond August, we still see scope for for inflation to soften somewhat. Um, And then uh, another main event this week to keep an eye out for, of course, we've got the Saab um, rate decision on Thursday, and yeah, we could see some more good, some good news for consumers. 
um, expectations among you know analysts as well as, as what the market is pricing for is that the Saab will possibly reduce interest rates again this week by 25 basis points. Um, and the reason why this um, is expected to happen is the fact that, firstly, we've got economic growth that is still exceptionally weak, despite South Africa um, having lifted from, from recession in the second quarter. And then inflationary pressures, as I've just mentioned, are more benign than what they used to be, and it's well within that Saab 3 to 6% target range. So that suggests that um, the Saab, in fact, has scope for um, to implement further interest rate reductions. And then just lastly, another very important event this week that markets will be um, keeping an eye out for internationally, we've got the, the FOMC rate decision, the U.S. Federal Reserve will be deciding on what's, what's happening in terms of monetary policy in the U.S. And although the markets are not expecting any changes to the U.S. interest rate environment, um, we will be keeping an eye out for any indications on uh, when the Fed could potentially start reducing their balance sheet. Now, this is um, yeah, this is something that the markets will, will keep a very close eye on. And even though any uh, balance sheet reduction from the Fed is likely to be very gradual, it has the potential to generate some volatility in the market as it would just reinforce um, this trend that we're seeing among major global central banks towards tighter monetary policy. So, yeah, that's the main events to keep an eye out for this week. Um, all quite important, and we could see the market. We could see some, some volatility on the local markets um, as we head into these risk events. Well, Jana, we'll leave it there. Thank you so much. Uh, Jana van Diefender is Head of Financial Markets at ETM Analytics.